Welcome to Inspirative Mind with the Mindful Muslim Podcast, where we discuss Islam, psychology, mental health, and spirituality. I'm Minha, and today I have with me Fatou, a qualified life coach, and today we will be discussing something quite often gets forgotten about when all we do is focus on the outcome of our actions. Do we ever question why we are doing something, the reason behind us wanting something? Motivation has been studied for years in psychology and is described as the driving force behind our behaviour, thoughts and feelings. It's quite an abstract concept when we go into it deeply. However, it will be interesting to see what motivation is, how it works and where it should be rooted from someone who motivates people as a career. So, Fatima, being a life coach is a new concept that not many people have heard about. But before we go any further, would you mind explaining what a life coach is and how you personally became one? Yes, I will be First, Jazakallah khair for having me. I feel honored to be here. Thank you very much for that. Um, a life coach is someone, a professional who uh, like work with clients or people who are in a certain, for example, they're in a point A in their life and they want to be at point B. Uh, anywhere in the in the earliest or in the near future, and then in between these two points, there's a journey. So the life coach is someone that works with that individual by motivation, uh, holding space, encouraging, and holding the client accountable so they can get to that next point where they want to be in life. In short, that is a life coach. Mm-hmm. Okay. Brilliant. How 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 did how did you bec- become a life coach? What was the process for you? Um. I personally, uh, I didn't even, few years ago, I didn't know what a life coach is because I thought coaching is just for football professionals, right? Uh-huh. So about five years ago, my first daughter, when she was like six years six years old, uh, we wanted, I went to teach her the Quran. And the plan was for my husband to teach her, but my husband was very busy. And then I got very frustrated. I didn't have the light uh, or the knowledge that I want to give her because I didn't have the confidence in myself that I can teach her. So then um, we decided that I should learn the Quran the proper way with the Tajweed, Ahkam and everything. So I started searching where I should start. Then I start starting all the way, start from the very, very basic of Qaidatul Nuraniya online and then offline as well. But then time was a very a factor that was very not there at all because having three children, and then I was also an accounting student at that time. Uh, things were not working out as I want. So I decided investing money to buy books of time management books. So then I stumbled on this book that I bought from Amazon called um, Time Management for Mummic Moms by one of the author. Uh, the lady is a, yeah. uh, the background, at uh, the behind it says the lady is an NLP coach. 
a neurolinguistic programmer. So I get curious. Curiosity kills the cat. So I start researching yeah. what does a life coach mean? And then I come across lots of amazing people like uh, Brandy Pachard, Tony Robinson, those life coaching gurus. But then I get very motivated. I decide to think, is this something that a Muslim can do? Then I come across Muhammad Faris, a productive Muslim. I followed him. Then I get interested more. I want to know whether a Muslim woman can be a life coach. I decide researching more. I come across Across Sayyida Zaidi, Yasmin Anal, and then Zahra Faris, and then lots of Muslim women like um, Bella Khan. They're all wonderful Muslim women who are life coaches themselves. So I start following them, subscribe to their newsletters. So through that, I found that I, you know, I get my own breakthrough. I get very motivated. I start achieving my own goals. So I start buying online, online life coaching program from all these mentors I've talked about. Then I decided that um, I want to be certified as a life coach. Then I enrolled in a certification program, alhamdulillah. I get certified. That's how I start and ensure I become a life coach myself, alhamdulillah. Okay, mashallah. It's nice to know that, you know, once um, you were at a time in your life where you felt that you needed, you know, you had something to motivate you and, you know, look where you are today, mashallah. Mm-hmm. Um, that actually brings me on to my, my next point. You know how you said how you, your you wanted to teach your daughter Quran and that was obviously something that pushed you towards becoming who you are today. Mm. Now it's quite common in a lot of people that um, they always wait for Monday or the new year to improve themselves. Why, why do you think that is? Why do you think people always delay it? Yeah, the delay mostly comes uh, as lack of clarity. People sometimes, they we all, people normally know what they want in life, but sometimes we are not very clear about what we really want, 100%. Clarity is very important. Uh, um, if the why, I always say to my clients and people that I deal with, I say, if the why is very strong, how you get there becomes automatic, you see. Because I have a very strong why at that time. I want to be the teacher myself, and I want to make sure I do it at the right way. And then I needed time to study something. I wanted to be an entrepreneur so I can work around my family. So I have this strong urge. This why was a clear motivating factor. So there was no way I could delay that. That was one thing that could wake me up from my sleep. And then the lack of discipline sometimes. If we want to achieve things in life, people want, but we want to get there without putting the right effort sometimes. And sometimes we don't want to have patience as well. We want to get, everyone wants to get at that place, like I said, that point B in life, but the journey in between the point A and B is that we don't sometimes have patience. So the lack of patience is there and the lack of clarity and then without having a very clear, distinct why so that the how can be easy is also something that makes people to procrastinate and put things off until the next day. Yeah, okay, so definitely clarity um, is something that is definitely needed right from the beginning, I guess, because some people, they kind of start off with something broad and then they get mm-hmm. more and more uh, sort of detailed in their goals. So I guess, you know, it's worth finding out what your final goal is and then start from there maybe. And it's interesting how you said, you know, lack of, de- um, sorry, lack of um, discipline. Because it's quite common for new diets and new hobbies or even new self bettering practices like writing in diaries and things like that you know they usually fail I mean why do you think this happens is it a matter of people expecting too much from themselves um there can be a factor expecting too much and another thing can be also again the lack of clarity also can be make it people to fail sometimes and also lack of clear defined reasonable goals Uh, you know sometimes people want things but they're not specific about 
when do I want it and how much of it do I want? Being very specific and also setting the goals that we can be attached to these goals emotionally, seeing it in front of us, writing it down, pasting it in front of us. And then also having someone who holds us accountable is very important. It can be an, a formal coach, a mentor, or it can be a friend who is informally, who is very dedicated, helping you to keep hold you accountable. Because most of the time on our own as human beings, we set things and we want to achieve things. We have this stamina at the beginning, but nearly at the middle of it, as I say again, lack of discipline and then lack of accountability and lack of patience on ourselves. We don't sometimes have the consistency to carry on. People uh, yeah, they drop up and they, they, they just lose hope and give up and they don't just carry on. Uh, it's just, just, just natural of a human being, but we put, need to put in that effort of having clarity, having discipline and consistent effort and having someone who keep us accountable so we can get there until to the end. Okay, Michelle. And for, for young Muslims, you know, you, you mentioned how um, the factors that we need for us to remain disciplined and to gain clarity. Now, for young Muslims, male and female, what is exactly do you feel that should be at the centre of our motivation and, and why? As a Muslim being uh, male or female, whoever we are, as a Muslim, subhanAllah, our main motivating factor that keeps me going all the time is the concept of ihsan, the concept of excellence in our deen. Uh, the affairs of a Muslim is always that should be at that high mark of excellence, having that ihsan behind our back of our mind. You know, that's a motivating factor that whatever I am doing as a Muslim is expected of me to do as much as my best because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he really he said the reason for our death and our life is to test who has got the best of deed. <clears throat> He's the one who has created life and death to test the one who has got the best of deed. So that best is to manifest in whatever we are doing. That's the big motivating factor because in our Islam, it's not just belief. It's belief that goes with action. Iman wa amal salih. You see, the Iman goes with action. What kind of action? The best action. So when Allah giving the, uh, give the glad tiding, it's always referring to people who has the belief and do the best of deed. In the Levi they have iman and amal salih. They go together. So putting this at the back of our mind that the affairs of a Muslim, I, my aim is for that excellence in my dunya and akhirah, whatever, it revolves around that. So having that at the back of our mind, that's the main motivating factor for a Muslim to carry on in our daily activities in life, having the hope that that will get us to the Jannah in the night of Allah. Okay, Mashallah, you know, you put it in a really nice, neat nutshell there. So as you said, like, our motivation needs to be rooted in, in Ihsan and, you know, the Akhirah, like you mentioned. How would you advise we refocus ourselves? I'm sure, as you know, you know, being a busy mum yourself, for a lot of people, we're very consumed in how busy society makes us. Um, so sometimes we lose that, that light at the end of the tunnel that we once had and we can sometimes like our motivation can sometimes shift so how do you advise we think we focus we refocus ourselves on on that ihsan and, and, and yeah, after, yeah. like you mentioned to refocus again by having good assumption of our Lord Ta'ala, um, to believe that um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has got good because Allah SWT has created every human being in the best of home we have got um, greatness with us within us we have excellence within us but we need to put in that effort having and then having the 
100% hope that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who give, I have to get this ikhlas, which is the sincerity, putting the effort and hoping that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has got everything and he's going to give me whatever I want. And having a mental presence in whatever we're doing because we are distracted so much sometimes. So to refocus, we need the excellent. And for a Muslim to practice focus is very important because this is the khushu. We need concentration in our salah, right? We need that highest level of concentration. So the mental concentration, the mental focus is very important. I always say we have so many distractions around us. So to refocus, always believe in that being the Muslim, I need the mental presence wherever I am. If I am dealing with you right now, as I'm dealing with you doing this record, doing this interview, I believe I try to do deal with my family, try to get my children what, what they need so I can be here for you. I can have the mental present. So because the mental present is very important, it's not about number of hours we get during our day. It's about the quality that we are able to get out of our day because we are able to have the highest mental presence and then put in the quality. But with that, we can refocus, always check inside us. Am I connected with that good inside me or am I distracted all over the place so we can always come back hoping that Allah has got the best in his hand with my hope and trying to do my best he will refocus me but then I have to put in the effort to dedicate and hope for the best day in the light um, so a lack of motivation is a sign of many mental health issues like especially depression um, it would be really helpful for our listeners who are perhaps depressed themselves or know someone who has depression how to reignite that motivation so what what would be how would you motivate someone who is showing signs of depression but might not know it uh, um, to ignite motivation again is all back to believe that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always has created us with lots of greatness with us but we have to believe in that and we have to manifest that and connect and feel responsible you see sometimes it's difficult for human being to uh, uh, just believe that Allah has got it all and then I being a human being I've got it inside me I do not need approval from people. I do not need people to give me the green light to go and, and get what I want to get. So it has to start from believing that Allah has got it and he has given it with, to me, but I have to feel that I have to accept that. You see, Minha, it has take, it took me like, like year, years for me to accept what I am doing today because I was scared to accept my gift you know, scared of what people might think and scared of not doing it right. Scared of how about if I go into the coaching, coaching program and fail? Lots of things. What if, what if? So we have to really accept that uh, it's not in my hand. It's in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then with my effort, with my sincerity, with my ikhlas, doing my best and dua, it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is bring, giving it to, will give it to me. Even if people are depressed and they're in the most difficult circumstances, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given that, that promise in the Quran, Surah Al-Talaq in Ayah 2, where he said, the one who has got that, um, that effort, they have got that piety in them. Who has got the higher piety in them that they have taqwa of Allah? Allah will take them out from the most difficult situation, and then Allah acts, He's gonna surprise them with the best way wherever they never think of. He's gonna give them the risk from somewhere that they never think of. So it's not with me, it's with Allah, but I have to have the taqwa, put in the effort, and have the sincerity, believe that He's gonna give it. So be in light Allah. 
with my little effort, with my sincerity and my dua, he is the one who will give me and always he will give us surprises that we never think of. Mashallah, it's, it's, it's very nice how you put all of that into one one sort of um, definition and use, you know, the, the ayah of the Quran because, you know, regarding mental health, as I'm sure you're aware, in, in our society, mm-hmm. um, Muslim and non-Muslim, um, it's either that um, that it's all down to the person's own responsibility mm-hmm. or it's that person who thinks it's out of their control. So it's, it's so we like you know, and I always use the hadith about um, tying the camel and then making dua because, yes. like you said, you know, Allah has promised that mm-hmm. there there is a cure for every kind of sickness and depression and mental health issues are under that that umbrella term of sickness. And maybe you know, medication mm-hmm. is more explicit for sorry is more available for physical symptoms, but again. There is some sort of cure out there for mm. mental health issues, mm. even if it is as simple as having motivation within you mm. and then having that belief that Allah will take us out of it. You know, it's, it's really, mashallah, how you put that together. Mm. Um, and, compa- and like in, com- in relation to that about how believing that Allah can get you out of a situation, I mean, for me, the more work I get done whilst not compromising my Islamic duties, and mm. I feel it's important to mention that because Sometimes we might feel that in our busy schedule and because of work and our break times or college, uni, you know, whatever it is, we might compromise on our salah sometimes mm-hmm. or we might rush it. Mm-hmm. So I feel that when I'm not compromising my salah, the, the more motivated I am the following day. Mm-hmm. And I feel that's, that's more, I'm more productive that day as well. Mm-hmm. So productive and motivation, you know, they're almost twin concepts in um, organizational psychology. So there is a massive link there. So there's so many studies being done to this day Mm -hmm. but do you feel there are other things that increase motivation such as socials like meeting up with friends and things like that yes as you rightly say here um when specifically because our our, our subhanahu wa ta'ala created us to worship him and if our affairs of this dunya is aligned to that in mind that whatever i am doing if i'm doing according to my deen I am worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as you already said there. That is a big motivating factor. But our productivity, um, motivation, especially around us, also help because when you surround yourself with people of like mind, people who will encourage you, they'll get the best out of you. They, they will help you to get to where you are. Socially, that can help. Like if you want to achieve a certain goal, and then you are dealing with people who have nothing to do with that goal or they even put you down for that goal. I don't think you are at the right environment for that. that. So you need to get people around you who will inspire you. A good example is right, right now I'm a student who is studying the Quran, right? I'm, 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 I attend Ijazah classes and stuff. So if I try I try and, and surround myself with certain other students who are also on the same journey with me, so they will motivate me, they will encourage me. But then if I just surround myself with people who say, oh, you can't do that, you have have children and you want to work you are busy oh that's difficult it's not possible you know things like that socially those are things that are demotivating they will they're counterproductive to whatever effort i'm putting in so surrounding ourselves with people who will motivate us socially will help and then always believe that as i always say responsible be responsible for our own life and believe in that Whatever I am doing starts from me and then whoever comes on the way is a gift from Allah to help me to get there. And then I have to align this and then make it to map to uh, my my worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and believing that Allah will give it, but then I need to put in the effort. This is the way that to manifest that I really deserve what I want to have in life. So as you said, um, 
you know, before, as we've said before, that productivity can be a big push and so can, you know, the surroundings that we're in. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I know you do, you know, lots of online classes, mashallah, and you have lots of courses, but the one that stuck out to me the, the most um, was the higher productivity one. Yeah. Um, and I know you have 10 tips, but would you mind telling us the most important ones for you or the most um, ones that you have felt personally work for you the most? Just just a few, inshallah. Yes, inshallah. Um, productivity, to me, subhanAllah, productivity is amazing. And trying to uh, understand the concept of productivity, specifically for a Muslim uh, myself, is really amazing. And that class you attended, mashallah, alhamdulillah, um, that, that, uh, the first product productivity tip that I benefit from is being grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And for us Muslims, when we wake up every morning, the first word that we say is the dua. And the first word in that dua is alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, all thanks go back to Allah who has given me life after that and to him is our return. So the hand, the, the gratitude, the first one is that having said that because we pray, when we are lucky to pray tahajjud, we pray fajr, we, we read Quran, we do dhikr, we start our day with the right footing, right? So we are connected with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Even the non-Muslims, they'll tell you that the productive, the most successful people in their morning, they have rituals. Subhanallah, they will read positivity and they do affirmation, they do, and then we have got all that. But then sometimes, unfortunately, not knowing them or taking them for granted, we don't use them. When you start your day with that right footing, and then after that, we start our day with intentions, not reacting. You see, when you are intentional, you wake up, you do all what I've just said about spirituality, then we have a good plan for our day. Write down what we want to do. This can be your own to-do list. It can be whatever, whether it is offline, online. What is important is not whether technology is about whether a pen and a paper. Just something that you your day, you have seen your day. Plan your day. Then you are not reacting. You don't just wake up and go to your iPhone, start checking what's happening on Facebook, on WhatsApp. On, in that way, you are reacting to circumstances and other people. And then you are selling your whole, whole day to those things things right but when you start with uh, you know intentionally plan out day and seeing it and then know that this is there for me and then i'm going to walk according to what i have put in front of me and also try to be present in the moment. Uh, subhanallah, our presence is very important be where we are subhanallah I am a student of Quran. I try to work. I'm an entrepreneur. I have children, alhamdulillah, and I teach sometimes. So all these things, if I want to juggle them around, people can be surprised. How are you able to do this? But then that is possible with presence. Be where you are. Perfect your present moment. Right now, I'm with you. I'm all yours. I finish this. I want to study or I want to do something. That's the, If I'm with my little, my four-year-old who want to play with me, even children, subhanAllah, they know it when we are not connected with them. So when you are there, you are present at the present moment. Also, positivity help. Our inter- our personal positivity, our self-talk is very important. If we are very negative to ourselves, whatever we thought come to our mind, we have to always challenge our thoughts. Because sometimes our thoughts don't help us. We start thinking about things that, what if, what if, as I was saying, we want to we want to have a big dream, we want to go and follow it, but we are scared. What if certain things happen? And most of our thoughts are not helpful. They are, most of the time, most of the time, they're they just negative. So we have to challenge those thoughts and make sure whatever I'm thinking about should be positive and then try to have this higher 
yani uh, as i was saying gratitude and have present uh, perfect my present moment and one thing that helped with my uh, uh, with my productivity is the 202020 that i always teach whenever i do this kind of personal trainings is the 20 like i was saying the 20 minutes spirituality for us we all know that it's our zikr that's our quran that's our salah 20 minutes being physical. That can be any kind of exercise that you want to do physically. Uh, another 20 minutes is the plan of your day. That's so in summary, that's a good start of a productive day. So in your mind, you have a good plan. You have also given to your, your spirituality. You are trying your best. And the solar is the best way to, that can remind us to go around routine. And I have a family, alhamdulillah. So I also blocking time, making so what I've blocked time, teaching the children the Quran time for children, time with my husband, time for myself so if we try to block time for certain things so distractions will not always take our day from us because we are in a good plan and then it also at the end of the day will give us a good satisfaction to feel that i have got the most out of my day otherwise everything just flies. this is when we say time flies 24 hours is all gone because we don't have a good flat plan maybe or we are not going according to our plan or we are we, we we are just giving our day to whoever and every other thing out there Okay, mashallah. I think I think a lot of people will be, you know, they'll have a bank of tips for higher productivity now, inshallah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, khair for your time, Fatima, and to all our listeners. Um, we pray that you have benefited from this podcast and hope that your motivation and demand stays high. And even through fluctuations, you're able to remain strong, healthy, and gain the energy to motivate yourself again. Um, Fatima, I know that you do classes and courses, so do you just want to mention where people can find you and your positive postings? Mashallah, I find them really helpful, especially in the mornings when I'm struggling to get out of bed. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. Yeah, I, I, people can connect with me through my website, fatundaofatajo.com, F-A-T-O-U-N-D-O-W, F-A-T-A-J-O.com, www.fatundaofatajo.com. And people can also connect me through my public Facebook page, which is my whole name, Fatundaofatajo. I also do some uh, quick short put uh, uh, recordings on uh, SoundCloud station. I call it the the growing Muslima. Right now, I'm doing a growing Muslima series. I'm on episode three, where I take people through the growing journey to achieve certain things and the growth journey of like five, ten minutes audios every almost every week, inshallah. So I'll be very happy to whoever wants to go onto this journey. I feel honored, Spana, to work with specifically sisters to kind of uh, feel that we are achieving, and then we are not just thinking, Spana, I've got a big family. That way, we can leave a legacy. That way, we can be role models to our own children and the people around us. And me make it easy for me and for you and all our listeners out there i mean mashallah so as always please don't forget to comment your thoughts in the discussion section below and if you have any ideas for future podcasts or would like to feature as a guest please email info at inspirationminds.org.uk jazakumullah khairan once again assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Cause I need you by my side I wish to be the Lord